nobody's wife. Don't win when I want it. You gotta be ready. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. <coughs> I'm not, I'm not trying to run your life. That's why, that's why. for another day and I've got a witchy fact for you guys and uh, my witchy fact for today uh, for this podcast Luna shut up is in <laughs> in 1770 the British Parliament passed a law condemning lipstick stating that women found guilty of seducing men into matrimony by a, a, a cosmetic means could be tried and killed for witchcraft so don't wear lipstick. You're a witch, you harlot. Um, so I'm going to do our tarot card poll of the day. And our tarot card poll of the day, from my Rider Waite tarot, I finally did find it. Yay! <laughs> Is the Eight of Pentacles. Ooh. <laughs> Front side up. I did not uh, reverse this any way, shape, or form. Um, again, if you deal with reverses, I do with my tarot cards. Uh, I don't really with my oracle cards, but I do with my tarot cards. Um, but it was a, a... Also, I want all of our fan, our peoples, our listeners, to try finding their, um, their um, major arcana that symbolizes their life. So the way that you can find that is by... Um, Doing so, my birthday is August sixth, nineteen ninety two. So what I would do is eight plus six plus nineteen ninety two. That gave me two thousand and six. So then I added two plus zero plus zero plus six, which gave me eight. And my major arcana, that is the representation of my life, is uh, the eighth card, which is either justice or strength. The strength depending on your deck. <coughs> so I want my I want my listeners, my friends to to try this out. And I want you guys to let us know what card is yours? What represents Perfect. your life? So the end of Eight of Pentacles is the keywords for this one is apprenticeship, uh, repetitive tasks, mastery, and skill development. <laughs> so I guess I'll get right into it. So I am talking about um, pendulum divination this episode. And, um, yeah, I'm going to start. So, basically, what is it? So, pendulum divination. Well, a pendulum. What is that? So, it is a weighted object at the end of a chain or cord. And anything can be um, weighted and used as a pendulum. Though, I suggest something important to you. Um, otherwise, like, your energy is not really into it. Um, so some history and origin. Pendulum divination is actually a form of dousing uh, made popular during the Middle Ages to assist in making decisions. However, it dates back over 5,000 years to the ancient Orient 
emperor where emperors would use a pendulum to decide whether to build on a certain land, a certain lands or not, which some of those are still respected today. So some of the places where they have it built is because an emperor 5,000 years ago was like, nah, bad juju. Mm -mm, don't build here. <laughs> um, so some uses. Um, <coughs> healing purposes and identifying allergies. I'm not really sure how that one works, but I'll look into it. Um, to cleanse and dispel negativity in a room. To help find a lost object or pet. To find water or ley lines. Though, when it comes to ley lines, um, people prefer using, like, the dousing rods. I have those. I don't have dousing rods, though my boss told me how to make them. They're really easy to make. With the coat hanger yeah. and straws. Yeah. Um, so how does it work? Based on tapping into your intuition and sixth sense, uh, it acts as a receiver or a transmitter to your spirit guides, angels, entities, energies, deities, whatever you believe in, um, you ask yes or no question, or yes or no, or directional questions. I would like to say um, something about the deity work, though. I would be very careful and make yeah. sure that you're contacting the deity or the spirit <laughs> that you are attempting to. This goes yeah. on with the Ouija board that Steph talked about in the previous episode. episode um, because uh, you don't know what you could call Bring forward. In. Yeah. yeah. Um, basically, um, be careful and protect yourself beforehand because, you know, those pesky negative entities, um, they really like to pretend to be deities. They're super fun. Um, not really. <coughs> so before use... Um, cleanse it in the way that you prefer, whether it be smoke, smoke cleansing. They suggest putting it in salt water for five minutes, though I use actual crystals for my pendulum and will not do that. So I use smoke cleansing as well as... Um, also, some stones are water-soluble. That's why. Like, that's why. Yeah. Um, charge your with your own energy. I carry mine on me at all times. Um, the site that I was using recommends sitting with it for five minutes... And that should be sufficient enough, though um, the more you use it, the stronger the bond between you and the pendulum become and the more accurate your answers will be. This is why I use my necklace as a pendulum over my actual pendulum, which I do keep on me as well, but my necklace like sits on my pendulum. Yeah, I use my necklace uh, for a pendulum as well. Um, keep it safe. Most wrap it in silk or store it in a velvet bag. Um, I'm the girl that carries crystals in her bra, so... Hello. You're welcome. Hello. <laughs> So's Brooke. Um, <coughs> for and using my it. lighter. And my lighter. And <laughs> what else? What else are we going to keep in our bras? Um, so using it. <laughs> Clear your mind. <laughs> Determine your pendulum's movements by asking control questions. You already know the answer to. Where you live. Your SO's name. When you met. Your best friend's name. Um... Hold it between, yeah, hold it between your thumb and your forefinger, like the end of it. Um, the way that my pendulum works is that uh, it's, it's a longer change, and, and at the end that I'm holding, there's a small little bead. So I hold on to that bead. Stay calm, focused, and open, and practice. Practice makes perfect. Um, and, like, I love using my pendulum and watching it 
move and stop without me doing anything. It's like, I become so mesmerized. I'll be like, and what's this? Okay, stop. And it like stops. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. (laughs) I become fully like into it. Uh, And my pendulum. I like my tarot cards, but my pendulum has to be like right up there with my. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And um, my pendulum is an amethyst one. It's amethyst, and it's got some, like, purpley and white bees at the end. It's, it's, I love it. It's so pretty. I have an my first, one. Mm, my first pendulum was bought by you. It was a rose quartz one. Oh, yeah, we bought the twins one, right? Mm-hmm. But mine cracked a long time ago, so I don't use it as much. We're not really great friends, me and it. It doesn't like me as they much anymore. They cracked at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was just time for us to get new ones. <laughs> Um, so reasons it, um, might not work because that there's always a, there's always a, a way for our biases to get in the way. Uh, so reasons it won't work or just isn't working. Um, you could be tired, agitated, emotional, uh, wrong frame of mind, not relaxed enough, um, too close to the electrical equipment because, um, entities that you're contacting, um, they do affect the electrical equipment around you. That's why you get those, those like EMF readings and stuff like that. Um, questions not phrased properly. So you're not using a proper yes or no or directional question. Um, not enough concentration. <laughs> you may not be connected well with your pendulum being used, which means um, if you've spent all the time that you can with it, um, and still it's not, the connection's not good. It means that pendulum was not meant for you. <laughs> it's time to get a new one or, um, maybe you got that, but really it's meant for someone else and you're supposed to give it to someone as gift. Cause I've gotten stuff like that too. Um, like it's the only way, um, uh, like my friend, Sam, the only way she would have gotten some of the stuff that she's gotten is because it came to me first. And I realized this really isn't for me, but I was totally meant to buy it. Uh, it's me. also how I got a lot of stuff from Brooke. It's because uh, she bought it and realized it wasn't meant for her, but she was meant to buy it. Um, so I, that's all I have for notes, but I was going to like tell you, start talk about some of the stuff I've done with my pendulum. Um, so uh, when it comes to divination tools and like what I use the most, I'd say my pendulum is probably the one I use the most. Um, close second is my um, Oracle cards <coughs> and the like Ben Tarot. Now I know Oracle and Tarot are similar. I prefer Oracle because it's more positive. Brooke prefers Tarot because it's more of a kick you in the ass. Um, until like, your Tarot cards will call you the fuck out. Oracles will be, Oracle cards will be like, gentle, be like, hey babe, you know, I think you should do things this way. Or Tarot, bitch, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I utilize both usually when I'm doing a reading for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually use my fairy oracle. Oh my god, that's what I use. <laughs> and my writer's weight uh, are my two go-tos if I'm doing a reading, even if it's a single card reading. I'll pick mm. my tarot and then I'll pick my oracle, and that's how I do my draws for myself every day. Yeah, you can also use. That's a preference. Yeah, you can also use like your pendulum in tandem with other things so like if you have your say if you're using them with your tarot like you have them laid out and you have (coughs) um and you put your pendulum over them 
it'll stop or it'll start moving on the card that you're meant to pick up. It, it's really neat to watch. Like it's, it's my favorite way to do it. That's why I have to say that my pendulum is like, it's not even like second best. I think. Yeah. Like, like on par. Yeah. Uh, so I've, because I, I have such a great relationship with my pendulum, I literally use it for a lot of things because I'm trying to work on my intuition and following my, my gut because I have been terrible at it. I have not done it very well. And my spirit guides at every reading I've ever gone to um, are yelling at me to follow my instincts. <laughs> so help me. And Brooke. So to help me myself do that, I use my pendulum to help me along if I'm suddenly feeling unsure. Because, you know, it can sometimes be scary to follow that first initial gut reaction that you should be following. Um, so I'll usually turn to my pendulum and be like, so this was my first reaction. Was that correct? Or was I right to, like, caution myself? I can be overzealous, so sometimes yes. So the pendulum has helped a lot there. Uh, but I also use it <coughs> for um, shadow work, and uh, which I've started doing, not having so much fun with it. Shadow work is not supposed to be fun, Sandy. Here's the thing. I'm a happy person. Shadow, Shadow work, work makes me not a happy person. This is so. why there are things that can make you a happy person after you do shadow work. True enough. True enough. <laughs> um, I've also used pendulums in um, when content, like if I'm going to a place that I know is haunted and like trying to have a sidebar conversation with whatever's there. That's like, that's super fun to do. And I know there's a lot of like, um, hypocr is it hypocrisy? Is that the word I'm looking for? Con no, controversy. There's a lot of controversy around using a pendulum because a lot of people say like the planchet on a, like a spirit board, your, your hands moving it. With, like, too. Yeah. So I have, I have a thing that holds pendulum so that you don't, um, you're not touching it when you're using it. However, uh, it really works better if your energy is connected to it. So, like, I always hold mine. But the reason, like, you hold it, and they suggest having your arm on a table <laughs> so that your arm doesn't tire and you aren't um, superimposing the answers that you're wanting to hear rather than getting the answers that you're supposed to get. So, like, they suggest holding your arm on the table and your arm steady <laughs> and, uh, you know, asking it the questions and it'll move on its own with that like you a lot of people i guess a lot of scam artists would just make it move on there like with their hands but um a true artist with a pendulum like you you don't see their hand move because it's not moving <laughs> which uh, is like when i use it uh, i uh, freaked nick out when i first started like actually teaching him this kind of stuff because he yeah you're just moving it kind of thing and then I handed him my pendulum like my like training pendulum yeah to hold and it moved on its own for him yeah <laughs> right the fuck out he's like no 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 you're just moving your hand I'm like then you try it and yeah I, I taught him exactly how to do it his hand was like completely steady and he like asked the standard questions and then he asked a question that nobody would have known except for me a couple other people a couple other students. yeah 
and uh, it started moving, and he like dropped my pendulum. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Because yes, done right, done the correct way, you can't really move that pendulum unless it's something else. Yeah. Like if my pendulum's being vigorous in the answer it's giving me, like I'll I'll say stop and then grab it to kind of refocus the energy. But like that's the amount of movement that's like that's all you do. Because um, when they're vigorous, it depending on the question, I, then, then then anxiety hits. You're like, where the fuck are you? What the fuck are you doing? How the fuck close? How are you? close are you? <laughs> bye 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 bye. Bad vibe, bad vibe, not a vibe. Like that guy on TikTok. 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 Look at the guy on the TikTok. For he um does vibe councils. You sir are not a vibe, not a vibe. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, um, that's funny. I choose amethyst because purple's my favorite color. Segue into color magic. So. Color magic. Um, so from birth, we are taught about color associations, and our views of the world are shaped through color, sound, and form. Uh, even your body is affected by color, and these are like the chakras, uh, which are associated with vibrations of the auric rainbow. So like your root chakra is red, and your, no, your sacral chakra is yellow. I can't remember. We'll do, we'll probably do a whole thing on chakras because that, that's a whole topic on itself. <laughs> um, and like your third eye chakra is like indigo and your crown chakra is like purple. Things like that. I uh, googled it. Yay! So what we got here, um, crown is purple, third eye is indigo, throat is blue, heart is green, Solar plexus is yellow, sacral is orange, root is red. Yay, Google! Yay, Google! Um, so you will already have a set of color attributes in your head, even if you don't realize it. Think of green and words such as fertility and growth are likely to come to your mind as influenced by the natural environment. Like plants and things like that are green when they're most vital. So, colors of the world. I almost said colors of the wind. What are we in Pocahontas? Colors of the wind. Colors of the world. You see colors all around you in nature. From the green of the grass and leaves to the bright colors of the flowers and the glorious shades of sunset. Over the centuries, certain colors have also adopted the attributes of their associated elements and planets. Therefore, they are of great importance in specs. Color correspondences such as these can increase the power of your magic. But they are not everything I would like to say. Yes, we are talking about color magic and how it is important in your craft. But if you can only find a yellow candle and a yellow organza bag to work with or yellow fabrics to work with, use intention. your intention. Intention is everything. I'm going to write you a song about my intention. We should. We should. And it's going to flop. <laughs> <laughs> 
in spells. When you are preparing to cast a spell, you should use ingredients that are relevant to the nature of that spell. Color is one of the most important considerations for magic ingredients, and there are various items you will want to consider the color of before you start. Candles. These are key ingredients in most spells, so their color is vital. But again, if you do not, cannot or do not have a colored candle, white is a substitute for everything, and you can find candles that are white at the dollar store for cheap. Car, uh, cords. Also important to choose a colored cord that accurately represents the intent of your spells. Usually these are done in like cord magics or not magics. Um, and again, you can just use white. It is okay. You can usually find white faster and cheaper than you can find any colors. Uh, except for at the dollar store, they're starting to have uh, their Halloween stuff in. So I saw a brown one and a orange one that was really nice. And I should have probably picked that, but I did not. Um, so, crystals. And these can be used for their color, but they are also used for different attributes as well. I know we've talked about some crystals uh, already on this channel. Um, but I would like to say, so if you're not feeling that attribute from a crystal that you got online, say it's kind of a fake crystal, you can always use it in color magic to utilize with the intention of the color that you're using instead of the actual attributes that that stone, in quotes, is supposed to represent. If it doesn't call to you uh, for it is fake, you bought it online or, you know, that sort of thing. Ribbons. So colored ribbons uh, should symbolize your intent. So say if you're doing a spell and that needs a ribbon for like binding, black kind of thing. And that was a Pinterest picture that I found. Uh, you see them everywhere. Uh, if someone um, finds all this information on that picture. I'd be grateful if you gave me the actual, you know, uh, person so that I can actually say, give credit to the person whose credit should be due. Um, things that they don't mention, I noticed in this particular, um, uh, so things that they did not mention, I noticed in this picture, are things like sachets. So if you're doing a prosperity sachet or a money sachet, you can always utilize green. Um, if you're using it for, neg uh, for banishing negativity and things like that, you can always make the sachet black. You know, fertility and things are like blue, mental clarity is blue, that sort of thing. Bits of fabric. So if you're putting bits of fabric in a spell, they can represent um, your intention. Uh, markers. So if you're doing like, uh, like a paper spell, uh, if you wanted to do one for passion, uh, you can use pink or red or a self-love is specifically pink. Um, and also the paper you use. So if you don't have like markers in that color or anything like that, you can always use things like 
construction paper, if you have it on hand, to deal with your intent to switch that kind of color. I've done cue cards. Cue cards, yes. I've done cue cards. And sometimes I don't have anything on hand, so I end up using, like, highlighters. Ooh, highlighters. I didn't think of that, and I really like that. Yep. Um, so the meanings of each color. So yellow is associated with abundance and joy. Uh, which tip? Stick your head out the window for some extra rays or go for a walk around the block on a sunny day if you have been at your uh, desk all day and are feeling meh. It actually said meh. I love that. Uh, orange is akin to yellow and is wonderful for help in creative endeavors. Which tip? Keep a bowl of oranges on a table at home and mindfully peel and eat one if you're working on a project and find yourself stuck. Red is for passion and is often associated, which is also associated with this color, and for good reason. So the which tip for this is wear a sexy red outfit for your next date and remind yourself that you're a badass witch, or sorry, that you're the baddest witch in the room, and your lover is lucky to have you. Uh, pink uh, is, is also a color of love, but it's softer and gentler than red, and is great for self-care. So which tip is curl, carp, bleh, words are hard, is carve your name and zodiac sign into a candle with a toothpick, and anoint it with your favorite essential oil. Uh, you can do this with rose. Rose is usually one of the better ones, uh, especially with self-love. Uh, and then burn the candle as a self-love spell. Stephanie's favorite color, purple. Uh, you work with this color to get in touch with your intuition. Yay! <laughs> it is also wonderful for adding oomph to creative projects and is associated with royalty. So which tip? Take a break from your project, blast some music, and dance around like the queen you are. Blue. Like a calm day at the beach, blue is a color of peace and protection. So which tip for this one is keep a painting of water, a blue bowl filled with seashells, or blue sea glass on an entryway table uh, to welcome peace into your home. Green, and as we all know, green is the color of prosperity. Uh, it is also the color of the earth growth and therefore earthly possessions. Witchy tip, paint your nails green during a time in which you could use some extra cash flow. Black. Some witches warn of using the uh, using black in magic, as there is an association between dark magic and the color. Okay, so this is where no. I'm going to interdict. Interdict. Put in. Words are so hard. This is not a vibe. Black is a great color to use. Why? Black means protection. Black is a protection color. If you're doing a protection spell, you want to burn a black candle. Um, so I would like to say that magic, I hate when people are like white magic, black magic. Wow, magic is neither black nor white. It is 
Yes, because there are good aspects and bad aspects of nature. The, what makes the difference <laughs> is the person practicing it. Because um, there are some really shitty people in this world, a.k.a. I want to hex the moon boy. A.k.a. A.k.a. I want to hex the moon boy. And, um, you know, the shitty people. Like, um, with this whole uh, BLM movement, there are witches on, the tr on Trump's side. Those people are practicing the same magic we are, but they're using it negatively. So it's not the magic that is bad, it is the witch. Thank you. Uh, so this is often <laughs> associated with protection, uncrossing, and can be used to ward off any negative vibes that may be thrown your way. Witch chip, wear black tourmaline for protection. Against... Uh, if you're an empath, not against. If you're an empath, that's what I wear it for, because I'm an empath. White. It can be a stand-in for any other color, which I said. It is essentially a blank slate. It's cleansing and purifying, so it's great for clearing away old energies and bringing in fresh, new, happy ones. Uh, so the witch tip for this is meditate while visualizing the sparkling white orb around you to act as a Shield. I, I also put insert Twilight joke here. You're so lucky I was distracted by the TikTok I'm watching. What did you just say? <coughs> Witch tip, meditate while visualing a sparkling white orb around you to act as a protective shield. Insert Twilight <gasps> joke here. Twilight, Twilight vampires. We finally did my dream. Though if I had to choose, I, I think I would choose a Twilight Vampire. They can walk around in the daytime. Very well. <laughs> no, 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 no. If someone's like, wow, their skin is so sparkly. It's shimmer, bitch. That's, that's all they had to do. And they could be on the beach in Florida. All they had to do is, I've got that new muslin um, water like shimmer going on. Uh, and I got all of that information from Allure.com. Ooh. And I do want to talk a little bit, not in this one, but as I think that could be a good debate topic, uh, glamour magic. So how to use colors in spellcasting and match? <laughs> White is for attracting, purifying, cleansing, protection, balancing, clarity, divination, grounding, guidance, healing, higher self, hope, innocence, optimism, peace, Spirituality, truth, willpower, and workplace magic. Black is for absorb absorbing, acceptance, anger, the afterlife, vanishing, finding, challenges, determination, death, ending, justice, loss, release, breaking hexes, security, grief, negativity, magic, patience, persistence, rebirth, karma, Secrets, spirit, um, yeah, spirituality, strength, and self-control. Red is for courage, assertiveness, business, creativity, energy, desire, love, loyalty, motivation, passion, romance, strength, power, action, survival, change, and overcoming obstacles. Yellow is action, communication, friendships, learning new skills, 
uh, loans and credit, business, happiness, intellect, inspiration, intuition, knowledge, wisdom, pleasure, simulation, and travel. Pink is for acceptance, affection, beauty, compassion, reconciliation, children, healing from abuse, fidelity, family, friendship, femininity, kindness, love, magic, nurturing, passion, sensuality, and love. Green is for abundance, acceptance, action, agriculture, beauty, change, creativity, family, fertility, harmony, healing, luck, longevity, environment, nurturing, partnerships, peace, and prosperity. Purple, again, Steph's favorite color, is astrology, authority, enlightenment, spiritual development, psychic protection, emotions, imagination, influence, independence, power, spirituality, truth, wisdom, writing, uh, addiction, and overcoming fears. Orange is for abundance, adaptability, ambition, celebration, confidence, creativity, courage, discipline, vitality or energy, independence, freedom, goals, justice, money, positivity, pleasure, reconciliation, stimulation, strength, and travel. Blue is for honesty, trust, communication, dream work, sleep, mental obstacles, wisdom, pregnancy, leadership, justice, careers, marriage, interviews, and study. Brown is for mater material matters, endurance, hard work, animals, balance, courage, grounding, finding lost objects, stability, and material protection. Silver is for our awareness, healing, intuition, divination, money, psychic powers, purification, hidden potential, fertility, feminine energy, stability, success, sea, the moon, and star magic, and the goddess. Gold is for abundance, fame and fortune, ambitions, money, positivity, happiness, creativity, divination, power, influence, uh, luxury, masculine energy, sun magic, and the god. I also know that uh, white and black candles are also used for the god and goddess, and you can use red and uh, one other color as god and goddess if you can't find any of those. So those are the different ones that you can use, and I have... That was from... forestofwisdom.com. And uh, so the elements are also each associated with a color. Um, air is associated with yellow. Red represents obviously fire. Water is uh, blue. And the element of earth is green or usually brown, they just change. Uh, fire I know is also orange, and uh, spirit is usually purple or white. And it's funny because uh, each day of the week is also associated with some kind of 
magic, add some kind of color. So Monday is white, silver, lavender, and pale blue. Tuesday is red, scarlet, orange, and black. Wednesday is orange and purple. Thursday is royal blue, purple, and green. Friday is red, pink, and aqua. Saturday is deep purple, black, and white. Sunday is yellow, yellow-orange, neon shades of yellow and orange and pink. And that I found at mysticelements.com. And I would like to say, um, her with, you know, most things, colors are great. Using your color associations are great. But if your intention is not in the spell that you're making, then you can do all the color magic reading that you want. And your spell is still going to flop. Uh, you can be like, oh, but I used a red sachet, or I used a red altar cloth, or I used a blue candle to create this spell and still nothing happened. Or I used the correct crystals or the correct herbs. You can do all of that everything like that and if your intention is not there it will not work also if you are if your intuition is telling you to use a color instead of one of the regular so say if you're doing a prosperity spell and your intuition is telling you to use yellow or red uh, for something that is your intuition telling you that you need to use that color don't completely put it aside and use a, the color that is associated with it because it will still not work. You can have all the intention in the world and ignore your intuition and it still won't work. And you can have all the intuition you want and ignore the intention and it still won't work. You have to put all of these pieces of the puzzle together and build on it in order to make a spell work. Usually I just use a white candle. That is it. That is all. If I want to write something on it, I try to use the color intention. But a lot of the time, I'm just drawing it on with my little stick thingy, and then I use my intention on the candle numerous times. Um, but a little boost to your magic using the color, if you can, is always helpful. Um, but that is, that is the last I've got to say on the subject. Um, and that, I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, so with the whole idea of, you know, um, that we always preach, I suppose, that you don't need anything just yourself and your intention. Um, there's this a thing, or person I follow on TikTok, and I think she's um, something moon, but she has just coined a new term called trash can goddess. And really, it's, 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 it, or not trash can goddess, trash can, trash witchery or trash can witchery um and it's because um we're all so busy with our lives that we can't have these beautiful elaborate setups and so her altar is literally a couple things on the floor that she hopes and prays to god her husband doesn't accidentally hit or touch on the way around the room um near her books bookcase and like i felt that because right now my altar has a pile of dirty clothes stacked pretty high I can't get into mine at the moment. There you go. Um, so really, we end up dish, doing... Dish from the dollar store. Like one of those, like, metal, serv yeah. little metal serving trays. 
that is all mine has been. I use that when outside, I use it inside when I'm doing a spell, because that right now is my quote unquote sacred space. Yeah, um, we end up using what we have on hand, which is why um, witches are so resourceful. I end up doing a lot of my stuff at the coffee table because I've usually got my ass in front of a TV watching Criminal Minds or, you know, Grey's Anatomy or Hamilton for the 500th time. <laughs> um, but I know that's all I have for you on color magic. I mean, there's a whole big thing on like candle magic and I think that should be probably like a dual one because there's like different types, different spells, there's so many things. Uh, so many this things. Is so much. Cheap. There's so much. There's so much. Which is why this, like, we're going to keep doing this and try to get as much information as we possibly can out to you. So that's all we have for you today. You can um, email us at truenorthwitches at gmail.com. Now email us about anything you want. If you want to talk, if you want to tell me about that tarot card you picked for your, uh, um, that represents your life, um, you can also find us at Instagram at True North Witches. And uh, Facebook at True North Witches. We also have a Twitter where we haven't tweeted at True North Witches. And a TikTok at True North Witches, which I think we've posted on more than we have our Instagram. No, probably. Uh, we also have a YouTube, which I am still getting caught up on, but you'll see the llama stuff coming soon uh, because we will definitely post this episode before we ever do llamas. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, we also have a Patreon, and oh, that yes. is patreon.com slash podcast, or you can search us in the search bar at True North Witches Podcast. We are going to be having some special content on there coming um, for you soon, because um, we're going to be doing a, a dollar store challenge, me and uh, the lovely Brooke. So uh, you'll be able to get footage of that on there, um, as well as ask us any personal questions uh, about uh, your practice or our practice. Um, yeah. And you'll see more special content being uploaded on there um, when we do certain things like uh, our llamas or our like Sabbaths, or if we talk about things like the full moon and what we do on the full moon. Um, Instead of like having a full episode, right? Like. We'll, we'll do a video on Patreon. There you go. And uh, we can always do, um, you know, larger tarot polls on there as well, if that is what you wish to see. Um, yes. Anyway, we will definitely see you in the next episodes. We will talk to you later, witches. Bye. Bye. Blessed be, friends. <laughs>